Do you dream of having time and money freedom? Are you looking for ways to enjoy business and life harmony or just to improve your business and yourself? Welcome to Reclaim Your Freedom with your host, Shirley Dalton. In this program, you'll learn from experts in business, leadership, personal development, and mindset to help you create your ideal business lifestyle, whatever that means for you. And now, here's your host, Shirley Dalton. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom and I'm your host, Shirley Dalton. I'm on a mission to help you create your ideal business lifestyle. As a business strategist and executive leadership coach and chief interviewer at About Us Videos, I help you get your business under control, grow yourself and your team so that your business works for you and your team, giving you more money, more time and less stress. If you'd like to know more, I invite you to visit ShirleyDalton.com. In my role as radio and TV show host, I bring you additional experts to help you improve your business and your life. And today we're talking with visionary creative brand architect, Bobby Chandramani. Welcome, Bobby. Thank you so much, Shirley. That was quite an introduction. Appreciate it. (laughs) Well, I haven't got through the introduction yet because now I want to give our guests a little bit of background about you just so that they can get to know you a little bit. Bobby, you've been described as a visionary with uncanny marketing intuition. In your role as a creative brand architect, you've got a proven track record for generating spot-on brand development and compelling messaging that catalyzes growth. Your expertise encompasses brand building, marketing, sales strategy coaching and consulting services, which you use to help businesses reach their highest potential positioning them as leaders whilst fostering effective relationships to drive sales and sustain long-term success. Unlike traditional branding and marketing companies, you utilise input from your clients as well as organically studying organisations, their culture and their product from the inside out, allowing for growth and expansion to unfold naturally in the marketplace. Your mission is to ultimately discover the core vision of a company and manifest that vision by applying your unique instinct, clarity and creativity, all with an eye toward the highest level of quality, taste and stylistic sensibility to ultimately achieve explosive growth and help make your clients' dreams come true. So Bobby, most people specialise in either branding, marketing or sales. So how did you develop your unique set of skills in all three? branding, marketing, and sales enrollment? Well, you know, I came from a a family of entrepreneurs, and, you know, as a child, I've always been fascinated, and I love relationships and people, and, you know, I remember my my dad was in the the import-export business, and one of the items he he brought in um, were these slap bracelets. 30 years ago, slap bracelets were, were like a craze. It was amazing. It was the big thing. And I was in first grade and I went to his office and I grabbed three big bags of these slap bracelets. I stuck them in my backpack and I started selling them to all the kids in school. And what I would do is I'd wear one and then I'd put one on the popular kids. And the next thing you know, I'm selling these bracelets for a dollar a piece in the first grade to every kid in, in our class. And um, I remember the principal called me in the office and he's like, Bobby, come in, open your bag he thinks he's going to find a, a bag full of slap bracelets but as I unzip my bag down poured you know tons of dollar bills onto his table and he's like Bobby this is first grade 
this is not a business. This is first grade. So, <laughs> you know, that was one of my first like introductions to the power of, of selling. And, and, you know, I've, I've been super fortunate to be able to travel the world at a young age and understand like how to negotiate with factories. And uh, because of my, my been blessed with uh, having parents like that. So, so I realized the importance of, of, you know, looking back at that story. Okay, well, let's just take some of those elements out of it and see if it works, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, let's pretend I didn't have, if I didn't have a great product, first of all, it, it was about timing and it was about having the right product and it was about exposing that product to the right market, right? People who cared about the products that I was selling and then creating an opportunity to engage with those customers into a sales experience. And I was able to really do that uh, proficiently at a young age because of this experience of, of just diving right in and really getting an understanding for people and what people want and how to create and market a product that people want and desire and create the outcomes that I, you know, that I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And now I get to do that in a professional setting. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, for a lot of consultants, sometimes um, they their expertise is in you know what they know. But for you, you you've got all of this firsthand experience. I mean, going right back to first grade, but you've also grown a, a seven figure business from scratch as well. So you've really got the runs on the board. Yes, uh, thank you. So, you know, after college, so I studied abroad in Europe and, you know, I really started to get, while I was in in Europe, really an understanding of of what, to me, good quality branding looks like. You know, uh, you know, Americans always saw Europeans as having like this high aesthetic quality and, you know, really good quality of uh, craftsmanship and and really this just like dreamy, organic, beautiful element of, of branding that that Americans always aspired to have that the Europeans naturally just exuded. Uh-huh. So I really got to, to have that experience when I studied abroad is really to understand the tactile uh, understanding of, of branding and what it needs to look like, what it needs to feel like, and, and you know how important perception is with your branding. And so fast forward, um, you know, graduated college, worked in, in, in medical sales for a big pharma company and uh, was able to grow that business. And I noticed in that time, as I was uh, you know, growing in, in my professional career, that my parents' business, it started to really slow down because it, you know, they had more and more competition coming into the marketplace. And, and so my father had asked me to come in to his business and, and see if I can support him and, and help him. Mm-hmm. So, I had the opportunity to, 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 to kind of dive into his business. And, and the first thing I found is that he had just this big mix of products. He had, you know, he, he was selling, it, it turned into like a jewelry company, but he had been selling fine jewelry. He had been selling fashion watches and his product categories were, were all over the place. And the problem is with that is, what started off in a, a product-driven business, once the introduction to the internet and you know online competition and other importers coming into the market, understanding, being able to quickly adapt to what products were hot, created a landscape of heavy competition um, with, you know, for, for my for my family business. Mm-hmm. And so I realized that 
if I carry the same thing you carry and they carry the same thing they carry, people are all going to be competing in price. And I didn't want to play that game. So I, I realized that we needed to really create a powerful experience, a branding experience around our products. And to do that, we got to really start to categorize what it is that we specialize in, what people know us for, what we're really good at, what we can really distinguish us in the marketplace, and then develop a brand around our strengths. Mm-hmm. And I do this with personal branding with my clients now is I really get to understand what their strengths are, the, the strengths that are different, they're unique, and that are valuable. And so I took those strengths from you know what we were great at, and I started to create a brand around that, and we called that Bobby Chandra. And, and as I was in this process of, of trying to pick out the gems and the, the diamonds from, from the company, um, metaphorically speaking, mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, I, I, I knew that I had to refine and develop my skills with, with, uh, with powerful mentors. You know, I, one of my mentors is Tony Robbins. I, I love Tony Robbins. And one of the things he says is find a good model that's out there and then learn from the best in the world. Mm-hmm. So I, I knew that um, my parents' business, the first thing they needed is really, you know, they needed revenue. And the fastest way to really p- powerfully affect revenue is by is by looking at, okay, well, do we have a powerful brand? Do we have a way of getting this brand in front of the right people, which is what I call marketing? Mm-hmm. And then do we have a really effective sales strategy? But it all starts with creating a powerful brand that people want, know, and desire and like. And so I knew I needed branding. So I started to seek out some of the best people in the world at, uh, at branding. And, I, and one of my best friends today, uh, his name is Dave Lopez. He, he was a branding expert. He, he worked on companies like Neiman Marcus, Abercrombie, John Hardy, David German, some of the best brands in the world. And um, even Gucci wanted to hire him as their CEO, and he ended up turning that down. But I had an amazing relationship with this guy and he, he I studied branding from David Lopez and, and learned everything I, I needed to learn to develop a powerful brand and, and incorporate that into my company and then the next mentor I, I knew that okay once I start to develop a brand I need to get that brand in front of my ideal clients people who care about my branding so I, I knew I needed to un- have a deeper understanding of, of marketing mm-hmm. and it's because of my love for people that I was able to really attract the right mentors and show up to these events and, and connect with them on a deeper level that I was able to acquire um, one of my marketing uh, and advertising, uh, who I see as like a marketing and advertising guru, Danny Sanchez. He had clients like AT&T, American Airlines, so he, and really amazing, amazing clients. But he did amazing work and he was just super laser about how to get products in front of the right people. And so I, I learned advertising and marketing from my mentor, Danny. And then I had two more powerful mentors and in, in sales. Cause I knew once I had a great brand and I was able to get it in front of the right people, I needed to now create a mechanism to create transactions. And to do that, you need to really understand the sell- selling process. And um, so I had two more powerful relationship uh, mentors, which was Tom Bell and, and Jim Fortin, who were like sales masters. Tom grew the, the fastest growing um, credit card processing company in the world today. And, um, and Jim Fortin has been on speaking circuits with some of the top speakers in the world. And he's just an incredible mentor to me. And all these people are still like some of my closest friends today because 
I spent the last 15 years just studying everything I could from these like powerhouses. And I used what I learned from there and I started to create and develop a powerful brand called Bobby Chandra, which I was able to really start to get out in the market. And looking at it from a global perspective, you know, Steve Jobs says you can always connect the dots, like looking back. Mm-hmm. But because of my understanding of, of branding, of marketing, and of selling, that I was able to really start from creating a brand that sells because I had this global understanding of all three. So, and uh, through that experience, I was able to get it on, you know, celebrities in Hollywood um, and even People Magazine called me about the brand and I, and I was able to get it into luxury hotels because I created something that was desirable to my ideal clients and I knew the elements of powerful branding and marketing and sales to get it in front of the right people and to create uh, a really successful business. So, so what I'm hearing there is a couple of things, and I think we'll we'll just go for a break in a, in a second and come back and talk about what are some of those key things for branding. But the things that I've heard for you there is, and this is relevant for our listeners, is that you sought out the best, you went and learned from the best, and then you implemented what you learned, and so you were able to create that powerfully, and then you saw the connection between having a brand that stands out, that's different, so you're not competing on price, or you're not being a commodity anymore, and then being able to say marketing, as you say, to get your product in front of the right people, and then of course you've got to be able to sell it, so you know, it's 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 a another thing and we'll talk about that when we come back as well so for right now let's take a quick break and when we come back let's look at some of those components that create a powerful brand stay with us we'll be right back do you want to get the media to notice you your brand or your business just todd says it's easier than you think he should know he set a guinness record for being interviewed the most times in 24 hours 112 different radio stations He can also show you how to get featured on major TV networks and national newspapers. In fact, he's giving away many of his top secrets to listeners of this show. Just go to MediaCheatSheet.com. That's MediaCheatSheet.com to get the free info on creating the media attention you deserve. Shirley Dalton's mission is to inspire, educate, and support you to be, do, have, and feel what you want. That's why she recommends using Mind Movies. Create your very own digital vision board. Take it with you on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. See it, hear it, feel it, have it. Go to ShirleyDalton.com slash go slash Mind Movies. Again, at ShirleyDalton.com forward slash go forward slash Mind Movies. Get started today. Sign up right now to create your idea. Deal business lifestyle. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or comment about the program, please go to ShirleyDalton.com and send a voicemail or use the contact form. That's ShirleyDalton.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. Welcome back. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom. I'm Shirley Dalton, and today we're talking with a, a unique person, 
Bobby Chandramani, who has skill sets in branding, marketing and sales like I've never seen in anybody. And Bobby was telling us how he actually learned these and he implemented them by learning from the best. So, Bobby, let's start by what you learned in branding. What are the key things that people need to look at if they want to have a compelling brand that stands out? Well, you know, in today's world, that we, we live in a very noisy world. And what I mean by noisy is that we're, you know, we're bombarded with social media, advertisements, like we're constantly being thrown messages and, you know, businesses want us to do business with them. And we're, we're we've almost created a, a, a block. And so we can actually get stuff done. So we start to ignore all these crazy messages coming to us because, it just seems like big business trying to push their agenda to us. Mm-hmm. And so as business owners and as business leaders and as, as really good marketers and brands, we have to look at how do we take our clients and, and position them in such a way that they pierce through all the clutter, pierce through the noise and become the obvious choice for their products and services in their industry to their ideal clients. And uh, my approach to branding is a little different and, and I look at branding as the collective experience of your products and services personified, not only visually, but emotionally and experientially. And, and you know, and, and, and how I do that is like I said, is, is I, I work with the client, I really get a deep understanding of what their gifts are. And many times, uh, you know, I use my intuition just by connecting with them and talking to them and I'm able to pull out some of their, what comes natural to them and what's really distinctive and valuable. I look for some of these, what I call diamonds, working with my clients. And, and sometimes the clients are aware of, of what really makes them different. And sometimes they're not. So, you know, through this exploratory process that I have in my discovery sessions, is I really get a clear understanding of, of not only their vision, but really what makes them unique and what makes them special. And, and it is that differentiator enough and then not only is it enough, but is it important to their ideal clients? So like customer service, when people say, oh yeah, we have better customer service, that that's a commodity these days. That, that's really not even, a, it's an expectation. If you don't have great customer service, that's no longer a brand distinction. You know, um, That's like an accountant saying, I'm good at numbers. It's like, well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah I, I hope you're good at numbers. <laughs> yeah, so... So, so for me, like, I, you know, so many businesses are like, oh, yeah, I've got branding covered. We have a logo. And it, it, it's, it's so much deeper than a logo. A logo is just a tiny little reflection of, uh, of, of, of what a brand experience is. It. And many times it, it, it's not a reflection of, of what true branding is because the entrepreneur, the owner, the business owner, the strategist just went out and hired a graphic designer to get their branding done and the graphic designer doesn't have any understanding of, of, of marketing and, and of sales of the business landscape, the study of the business that they're in and the understanding of what customers really want and desire. So they just start, you know, people come to me and, and I start to see these segmented relation, this segmented pieces of like, okay, I've got a logo here. I've got a graphic artist who did this piece for me. My website looks like this. My salespeople are talking about this and my marketing message is saying this and, and nothing's talking to each other. And then they come to me and say, look, my, you know, my marketing's not working. I need to spend more money on marketing and can you help me with marketing? And I, and I really go back to, 
I always start my clients with, do you have a compelling, powerful, beautiful, aesthetically beautiful brand that clearly communicates your point of difference in the market, your gifts, your, your abilities to serve? And are they clearly communicated? And are they communicated not only like through voice? So when I say personified, I, I almost look at brands like people. Right. Uh Is this is this a fun brand? Is this a serious brand? Is this an authoritative brand? Is this a kicky brand? Is this, you know, a healthy brand? So we really start to develop a a personality around the brand and 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 really investigate what it is that makes this brand unique. And we start to showcase these unique, valuable qualities throughout the branding experience, through the messaging, through the visuals, through the you know, any kind of communication that we build around this beautiful thing called a brand. And and I think that's a really important point because I think for most of us, and I'll put my hand up here, we don't really understand what it means to to for branding, you know, but we think, oh, yeah, yeah, branding, you know, like as you say, I've got to have my logo and um, and then I'll splash that everywhere and make sure that it looks the same. Um, but what you're saying is that it's much deeper than that and that you actually have to go in and, and look at the brand and what the image that you actually want to put out uh, because sometimes the image that comes out is not necessarily what you want. Exactly. That's exactly right. It's like, I mean, just... When people look at branding as a logo, it's like walking into an interview with dress shoes that are perfectly polished and the the tie is just very tight and you're walking in with Speedos. (laughs) Yeah, you've got the logo covered. That's good, but it doesn't really speak to the rest of the the look And, and it doesn't really achieve your objective because these other parts of the brand are not cohesive. Mm-hmm. So, so just for our listeners, uh, listeners, I want you to be looking at your own branding now and thinking about these points that Bobby's been sharing with us. You know, and and is your brand on point? Is it giving the um, the style? The, is it communicating the gifts that you have? Is it personified? You know, can people pick up from your branding what it is that you're wanting to portray in the marketplace? And then if we move on to the next segment then, and that's the market marketing, and you were saying, Bobby, that's about putting your product or service in front of the right people. So then, so where do you go from there, from marketing then into branding? So uh, one more component about uh, branding to get to that marketing level is also a brand has to really communicate the value of why you exist, right? Why people care. People don't really care about anything until they realize how it can help or improve or help them attain a certain experience, right? Mm -hmm. So like when we would design a beautiful brand, right? But if I don't know how that brand's going to help me improve my, my lifestyle or, you know, help me achieve something for me, Mm -hmm. I could care less. You know, it's just another beautiful brand. So when you can clearly communicate your value in your messaging, that's a very other critical part of your branding is really being able to powerfully communicate what it is, how you add value and the benefits that people get from working with you and how their life would be different. Right. Can you give me an example of of like some a well-known brand? Can you give us an example so that we can go, oh, yeah, I can see that. Sure. Um, okay, let's look at uh, let's look at uh, the branding on. Uh, well, we'll compare. We'll do a comparison. Okay, so of two beautiful brands, uh, let's call it Mercedes mm-hmm. and BMW. 
Mercedes and BMW, they're both luxury uh, cars, but they have very different branding in, in the way they approach things. And then we could even take Volvo, right, to bring mm-hmm. that in. They're all considered luxury cars. Uh, Volvo really focuses on safety, and recently they've been really focusing on style and aesthetics, but no one really says, like, you know, I want to roll up to the Academy Awards in a Volvo. Um, <laughs> but they think, hey, this is a great car for my family. I've got kids. I want safety. I care about efficiency, reliability, and I care about safety. That's the Volvo brand. And by the way, when I'm done with it, I'll give it to my daughter who's in college, and I'll know she'll be safe and in good hands. That's the Volvo messaging and branding, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now let's look at Mercedes. Mercedes is, is refinement. It's luxury. It's walk, you know, driving in in style. And uh, it's all about this upper echelon experience of, of just the best, the Mercedes brand. Mm-hmm. And then you take, you take BMW. And this is for a little bit different. So BMW is, is interesting. I, I personally love BMW and I'm fascinated with those cars. But BMW, what they've done is they've they've really tapped into, you know, the luxury market. But how they distinguish themselves from Mercedes, right? Because they're both luxury cars, and people sometimes see them as, you know, they compare the the two. That they're, they're like, whenever you buy a Mercedes, the the car that you compare it to is is the equivalent in BMW. So if I'm looking at a Mercedes E Class, I'm looking at a BMW 5 Series. If I'm looking at a C Class, I'm looking at the 3 Series in the BMW. And if I'm looking at the S-Class Mercedes, I'm looking at the 7 Series BMW. So they always compare the two. And how BMW distinguishes themselves is they talk about adventure. They talk about exhilarating driving experiences. They, call, they literally say the ultimate driving machine. And it's like a driver's car. So while you can experience this class, this luxury experience, you can also experience fun and exhilaration and adventure with BMW. And if you've ever driven the two cars, their brand, then this is the power of re- really developing a powerful product and a brand that speaks to that is Mercedes talks about luxury. And when you go into Mercedes, it, it drives like butter. And when you go into BMW, it's to me, it's more uh, BMW is a lot more fun to drive. It's a different experience. You can feel the road more. You can, the handling is better, the braking is faster, and it's just, it feels like you're in a race car, but you're still experiencing luxury at the same time. So all of the things I use to describe all three of those brands, all luxury brands, all cars, right? They're not talking about, oh, we've got four wheels and we've got a sunroof and a power steering. They talk about the experience that you have through these brands, and that's what people aspire to have, that 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 aspirational experience of you know, what's in it for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so got it. So that's what you were saying about what's uh, unique about this branding and how will it help me improve my lifestyle or what's my experience or what's in it for me. Okay, got it. Thank you. Well, we've really looked at branding there. It's time for another quick break. When we come back, let's then move on to marketing and, and how that sort of dovetails into it. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom. I'm Shirley Dalton, and we're talking with Bobby Chandramani. Stay with us. We'll be right back. 
Shirley Dalton's mission is to inspire, educate, and support you to be, do, have, and feel what you want. That's why she recommends using Mind Movies. Create your very own digital vision board. Take it with you on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. See it, hear it, feel it, have it. Go to ShirleyDalton.com slash go slash Mind Movies. Again, that's ShirleyDalton.com forward slash go forward slash Mind Movies. Get started today. Sign up right now to create your idea. Deal business lifestyle. Do you want to get the media to notice you, your brand, or your business? Just Todfeld says it's easier than you think. He should know. He set a Guinness record for being interviewed the most times in 24 hours. 112 different radio stations. He can also show you how to get featured on major TV networks and national newspapers. In fact, he's giving away many of his top secrets to listeners of this show. Just go to MediaCheatSheet.com. That's MediaCheatSheet.com to get the free info on creating the media attention you deserve. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or comment about the program, please go to ShirleyDalton.com and send a voicemail or use the contact form. That's ShirleyDalton.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. And we're back. And we've been having an amazing conversation with brand architect and visionary Bobby Chandramani. And Bobby has been talking to us this morning about how we connect the branding with the marketing and the sales strategy. And uh, we were talking before we went on the break about an example between Mercedes, Volvo and BMW. And just as we were on the break, out went a BMW. So um, you missed it, listeners, but we could certainly hear the difference. And you could say, right, that's a BMW. So really good examples there, Bobby. So moving from branding then we've got our branding down it's about what's in it for the customer it's what's the experience that they're going to get and then when you work with people you know you really pull out what the person or the company's gifts are so then let's talk about marketing absolutely so marketing I define marketing very simply is getting your products in front of the people in front of your ideal clients right Mm-hmm. It's all the activities that get your products or services in front of your ideal clients. And your ideal clients are people who can, you know, who value what you do, who you can add massive value to, and who can pay for your products and services. That's a pretty good so definition. Act- <laughs> yeah. So uh, everything that you, every way that a company gets their products or services in front of you is marketing is what I call marketing. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you're you again. You're able to help people with that because it's not like a one one size fits all. You know, depend. You you go through the branding, and then you look at well, um, as part of that, who's your ideal client, and then where are those ideal clients? And and I know uh, recently for me, we did an exercise where we were looking at, you know, putting a lot of effort into a website. And then I realized, well, hang on a minute, the best opportunity that I have to get in front of my ideal uh, customers was actually to get out there and, and network and to be meeting people. And so, again, you know, it's, it's a different strategy, not saying that I don't need a website, but putting my efforts into that was 
uh, counterproductive when I could be out there networking with people. Yeah, and I think you made uh, such a good point is, you know, when you're really looking at powerful marketing, powerful marketing is all derived from really having a deep understanding of who your ideal clients are and understanding where they exist in this this atmosphere of, you know, potential clients, right? Is not only being able to understand where they are, but understand their activities. Are they on Facebook? Are they on Instagram? Are they, are they going to networking meetings? So really, when you have an understanding of, of, of who your ideal clients are and, and what's important to them and what some of their fears and frustrations and challenges are, and you're able to position and create a powerful brand that speaks to that, and then you go through the marketing experience, which is really about creating compelling ways to get in front of your, your ideal clients, that is when good marketing happens is when you really understand where these people are. So for example, when I was creating the Bobby Chandra luxury handbag brand, what we found is that a lot of fashion companies are going to, to Instagram and getting in front of their clients through Instagram. Instagram is super important for fashion companies. But what I found is that since my handbags are, are kind of this luxury experience that it, like today, what's working for us even better is Facebook because what we're finding is that Facebook actually has a little bit of an older clientele and because my bags appeal to women that are 30 that have kind of stepped into their power that aren't trying to fit in and wear the super high-end designer bags that their friends approve of them for. Mm-hmm. Um, my bag really appeals to women who are 30 plus where they're at a, 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 an age when you're in your 30s and you're going or, or 30s on on up, you, you are you, you've really started to step into your power and create your own identity. And, and it's really about like reclaiming that experience. And what we found is that that clientele is on is more on Facebook for us looking for those types of luxury experiences. So Facebook was a great strategy, but also understanding like where these women shop and getting my products into these high-end boutique stores to, to develop a powerful brand to get in front of them so they can continue to buy from the stores who would continue to buy from us. And now they, the, you know, the clients can even find out about what else we do uh, when they figure out, discover our brand and, and some of our great retail stores uh, that we partner with. So for you, exactly, like Shirley has this incredible company, which I think is so relevant right now. And in fact, if you don't have videos for your company, you're probably missing out on 80 to 90% of your potential uh, sales opportunities. And so Shirley's got a company called About Us Videos, and she creates powerful, compelling videos where business owners can talk about what they do in a way that that really attracts their ideal clients. Because people now, they, you know, if you just have a product or service, they, they see it as a product or service. But if you can really dive into, you know, your fascination of this product or service and, and how, what your approach is to, to creating these products or services and how it's different, and that is what creates really compelling uh, marketing messages. And, and so video, what we're finding now is video is converting like 80 times higher than any other platform that's out there. Uh, if you make, a, a, for example, a post on Facebook, you know, um, that is going to be seen by, let's say, 3 to 5% of your people. But like videos, because Facebook's competing with YouTube for video views, 
people want to watch videos because it really appeals to their kinesthetics, visual, and auditory, that they can really get a, a deep understanding of your brand and your products. And because of the landscape of, of, of what's happening with Facebook and YouTube, Facebook's really pushing your video content out there in front of your ideal clients more. So video is so essential, not only for, for other platforms, but for your own platforms, like your own websites. And if, if I go to a website and I'm not seeing video on it, then I'm, I'm probably just skipping over it really quickly. But if, if I go to a website and I see this amazing, compelling, cool video about what you do, why you do it, what's really special about what you do and your approach to doing what you do and how you serve and why clients would want to do business with you, then I'm more likely to engage with that product and service and really understand and know who they are quickly. Like we discovered uh, when, when you and I were working together. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that you were really uh, honed in on is also the messaging. So with, you know, we've talked about the branding and then with the marketing and getting your products in front of people, but it's also the messaging and, you know, you're really able to get on point there. And, uh, you know, one of the things that we discovered was that with using video, for example, if a picture paints a thousand words, then in uh, a one minute video, is equivalent to almost 2 million words, which is the equivalent to talking with your best friend for an hour a week for four and a half years. Now, you know, that's incredible when you look at that. But that's the sort of thing that you can do with people, Bobby, is to actually bring it out so that it really becomes a powerful message. Thank you. Yeah, and I think that's so important. You know, video is obviously a really powerful way, but really understanding where your customers are and getting your market and your messaging in front of those customers is, is, is really important for really effective marketing. Yes, and then so, so we've got our branding right. Now we've got our marketing right. We've got our messaging right. We're getting ourselves in front of the right people. And the key word there, listeners, is strategy. You know, have you got a strategy in place for your marketing? And I remember John Asaraf was a mentor of ours one time, and he said to me, Shirley, if you do ad hoc marketing, you're going to get ad hoc results. And it was like a big slap in the face. And I thought, wow, okay. <laughs> so, so once we've got the branding and the marketing in place, now we need to look at the sales conversion or the sales conversation. And I know that you're really good with that too, Bobby, and that you're able to language the conversation and the questions for people. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, you know, I think... You know, if you can fix sales in an organization, I think that's really the heartbeat of the business. You know, if, if you have a great business with a great product and you have good marketing, but you can't convert that marketing into dollars, then you've got a serious problem in your organization. And, and unfortunately, like most businesses, most small businesses fail in America and, and also overseas as well. And that's because they don't have that component of powerful sales because sales can really make up for a, a lot of the other things in an organization. Sales can fix a lot of other things because if you have massive sales, you can hire think, experts in these other industries to really help support you in other areas. But if you have zero sales and you have all these other issues, it's very difficult to, to work through those challenges. So selling, 
you know, and, and that's why I really like the holistic approach. And I've created a holistic approach between creating powerful brands that sell and then creating marketing that gets these brands in front of your ideal clients and then creating compelling, powerful, dynamic sales uh, experiences that once you get your product in front of your, experience, your ideal clients, what are you doing to engage with them? What are you, what, how are you, you know, creating rapport and, and, and how are you creating an opportunity for them to buy your products and services? And not only creating an opportunity for them to buy initially, but how are you developing that relationship so you can continue to sell to those customers that you've already sold to? Because 80%, uh, it, it's, it, there, there's like, uh, I read something somewhere that it said it's, it, it's about 85% less expensive to sell to someone who's already bought your products and services than it is to acquire a new customer and sell them, enroll them in your experience of your products and services. So I think there's two things that need to happen is, is create sales engagement opportunities, but also develop those relationships so you can continue to sell to those while you're getting more and new clients. So your business is acquiring new customers, new customer acquisition is what we call it in the industry. And it's also developing and fostering powerful relationships with your existing customers so you can sell them either more of your existing products or get them into your other products and programs and, and turn them into raving fans. You know, I ideally you, you want to have a powerful product and a brand experience that turns your customers into raving fans because those people are word of mouth marketing is, 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 is powerful because you know, when your friend Susie says, man, you've got to try this, you know, branding expert, he's amazing. You're going to, you're going to trust that more than maybe a Facebook ad from a guy you've never seen before. Yeah, exactly. And, but it takes a lot of work to get that word of mouth um, happening for you. And uh, it reminds me, Bobby, I, I did a campaign, this is going back a couple of years ago, and um, I sent out to real estate agents and I, it was, I had three things. I had a, um, a calculator so that they could work on their numbers. I had a golf ball so that they could play more golf because I wanted to help them get more time. And then I had a book, you know, to give them some inspiration. And so we, we sent this out, you know, what do they call it, the lumpy mail. And it was really, really a good campaign and it worked and it got interest and I actually got through to talk to people when I followed up. But then I really let myself down because the first thing that one of the most powerful real estate principals in the in Australia said to me, he said, so what are you selling? And I went, bah, bah. <laughs> And you know, he was off the phone within two minutes, and I'd wasted this complete marketing uh, strategy because I couldn't engage. I couldn't do that sales enrollment. Yeah, and and sales enrollment is so critical. And you know, so many of us have great opportunities. You know, I look at the universe as like there's opportunities all around us, and if we choose to focus that we do have something valuable, and you feel confident in your branding and your marketing then you naturally become a natural enroller. But the biggest thing that when I train salespeople uh, for them to look at is, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of managers are constantly pushing down the, the, you know, the sales team saying, guys, you got to meet these numbers, got to meet these numbers. And that sometimes translates into new salespeople going into the marketplace and being stressed out and entrepreneurs do this all the time. They've got all these bills that they're working with and, you know, they're like, shit, I've got to make so much sales today because I've got to pay for, you know, my kid's private school or I've got to pay for my, you know, my, my mortgage at the house. And they, they bring that into the sales conversation and not 
you know, they, they don't say those things, but they, they bring that intention in with this, like, and they come across very pushy and salesy. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, if you start to hack selling and really create powerful sale, sales relationships and looking at it, like how can my products or service really enhance this person's lifestyle or, or how could it help their business? If you're in B2B, like if I have a product, like for example, for me, I work with business owners and, and, you know, entrepreneurs and experts and leaders, and I help them with powerful strategies for branding, marketing and selling. And, and I know that when I work with somebody, I can transform their business. So for me, when I work with, with, with the clients that I choose to work with, I approach it to how can I serve Shirley at her highest self? Like what, what are some things I can do in this initial meeting to add tremendous value to Shirley to not only show her my expertise, but show her that I care about her and also show her that I can help her grow her business. And, and that's a different conversation rather than saying, looking at Shirley as like a dollar sign, you know, and, and people sense that. And I think there's a deeper connection and, and relationship about sales that a lot of people aren't talking about it. It's not about like, what are some catchphrases I can put Shirley against the wall and say, do you, do you want to use cash or credit card? Because <laughs> those cheesy sales techniques, they don't work anymore. You know, and people see right through them. They don't feel... So, you know, creating this, uh, what I call authentic selling experience where you, all you care about is adding value and all you care about is being committed to that person at, at their highest self and understanding that not everyone is a good fit for you. Um, and, and being this like, like service space, like going into this experience is how can I serve this person? Um, that, and, and also on the back end, really understanding, like you said, that opportunity that you had, really understanding your products, your services, and how they benefit the clients. And then understanding before you go in there, like, are my products and services really going to enhance and improve this person's uh, lifestyle or business? Going in for, with that approach rather than going in and, and looking at it as like another number. Yes, and, and I think that, you know, we're going to go to a, a short break and um, I want you listeners to be thinking about your business now with what Bobby has been explaining to you and sharing with you and, you know, are you ha- providing your people with an authentic selling experience or are you, as Bobby says, pushing down on your sales team, you know, got to get the dollars, got to get the dollars, which of course does come across energetically for people uh, and it's not very attractive, <laughs> I have to say. No, no. All right. sure. We're going to take a short break, stay with us and we'll be right back. Do you want to get the media to notice you, your brand or your business? Jess Tonfeld says it's easier than you think. He should know. He set a Guinness record for being interviewed the most times in 24 hours. 112 different radio stations. He can also show you how to get featured on major TV networks and national newspapers. In fact, he's giving away many of his top secrets to listeners of this show. Just go to MediaCheatSheet.com. That's MediaCheatSheet.com to get the free info on creating the media attention you deserve. 
Shirley Dalton's mission is to inspire, educate, and support you to be, do, have, and feel what you want. That's why she recommends using Mind Movies. Create your very own digital vision board. Take it with you on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. See it, hear it, feel it, have it. Go to ShirleyDalton.com slash go slash Mind Movies. Again, that's ShirleyDalton.com forward slash go forward slash Mind Movies. Get started today. Sign up right now to create your idea. Deal Business Lifestyle. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or comment about the program, please go to ShirleyDalton.com and send a voicemail or use the contact form. That's ShirleyDalton.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. And we're back and we have been having the most amazing conversation today with brand architect and visionary Bobby Chandramani. So Bobby, what we've been learning from you today is that we don't want to have a, a piecemeal attempt at branding, marketing and selling our products. And in fact, what you do is you create a holistic approach to that. So I just want you to wrap it up, if you wouldn't mind, for our listeners and sort of tie that all in together and you know, let us know how what you do and how people can find out more about you yeah thank you Shirley so you know I love the word you used holistic uh, and when we're looking at our businesses if, if we find that you know sales is the issue instead of starting at sales really start to investigate your brand and the qualities of your brand and, and the qualities of, of your marketing and, and do the do they talk to each other and then also you can look at the sales experience too, because it's usually not just one of those components. It's that holistic approach of getting all those components working in the same direction to create powerful sales experiences. And that's what I do when I work with clients. You know, I, I often hear from entrepreneurs, experts, and small businesses about possibly rebranding, or if it's a new brand, I work with them there. But I like to really investigate what it is that really makes them unique, valuable, and different. And I start to incorporate those elements into their brand and their messaging. And then we come up with powerful strategies to get those in front of our uh, messages and branding in front of our ideal clients and create a powerful sales and enrollment conversation to where it really starts to elevate and escalate your sales. Yeah, and look, I, you know, I'll just share with um, our listeners today too that, um, you know, you've been very generous working with me and that one of the things that I really have admired about you is that even though you're not in my business, you were able to help me to come up with the questions and that sales in enrolling conversation that I would never come up with for myself. And and you just sort of go, uh, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, you know, <laughs> I, I can't write it down quick enough. And it just comes so naturally yeah. to you. And, and I'm sure that my business is not unique in what you do. You know, you have this tremendous ability to be able to dive deep into what the company is and what the product or service is and then how they can put that forward, not only from the branding and the marketing point of view, but then listeners, if I don't know if you can hear this, but we've got birds going berserk outside. So if you can just ignore that with it's the Australian bush with the uh, white cockatoo. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so yeah, not to take away from what I was saying there for you, Bobby, about your ability to understand and then to be able to language that so that people can have these powerful enrolling 
conversations to actually improve their sales. So it's no good having good branding, good marketing, and then, like me, fudge it on the sales conversation. Absolutely. And, and really, that's what I help my clients do is really create powerful branding, marketing, and sales and create a holistic system that all synergistically works together to create a really powerful business that generates massive amounts of revenue and allows you to work with your dream clients. And so you can pierce through the noise from the competition and really become the obvious choice for your products and services uh, in your industry. Mm-hmm. So if people are interested in um, either rebranding or looking at, uh, you know, if they're a new company and just starting out with their branding, where can they find out more about you and, and how do they work with you? Yeah, thank you, Shirley. So I do half-day and full-day intensives uh, a lot of times through Skype. Um, for for different clients all over the country and all over the world. But they can find out more about my company at experienceexplosivegrowth.com. And they can reach out to me on the website. Uh, There's some forms they can fill out, reach out to me, and and I'll be in touch with them. So that was experiencesalesgrowth.com. No, No, explosive, wasn't it? Yeah, experienceexplosivegrowth.com. Experienceexplosivegrowth.com. Dot com. Okay, so um, for me, listeners, what I'm taking away from this conversation is that you really do need to have an integrated strategy, you know, right from the get-go is to look at your branding and see if it's on point and see if it's really speaking to your ideal client. Uh, you know, we talked about Mercedes and BMW and Volvo and what's in it for the customer, what's in it for the experience. So if you look at your own business, can you say hand on heart, yes, we're achieving that. Uh, it's not just about a logo. And then we were talking about marketing and what Bobby was saying there is that it's really about getting your product or service in front of the right people and we're talking about a strategy there. And then once you've done that, then it's really about having those engaging sales conversations with people so that they can really understand that you are there to serve them, whether that's through your product or your service. And I can tell you that Bobby certainly does walk his talk in that he's, he's not looking at the dollar signs even though he is a very powerful sales person he's actually he's where he's coming from is not the dollar sign it really is about serving and so um bobby any last words before i sign off yeah thank you so much shirley you know and i i i appreciate being on your show and and i think it's so important doing what you're doing is is you're creating a powerful brand by serving other business owners and business leaders. So thank you for what you do. And, you know, super excited to be uh, a guest on your show. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Bobby. Once again, we're out of time. I urge you, as always, to implement what you learned from Bobby today and to really take a look at your business and how your branding, marketing and sales strategy is working together to provide explosive sales growth or not. And from personal experience, I can say if you implement what Bobby shared with you today, you too can continue to create and enjoy your ideal business lifestyle.
Thank you for joining Shirley Dalton and her amazing guest this week on Reclaim Your Freedom. Please tune in again next week for an inspirational and educational edition. Until then, be sure to implement what you've learned today to create your ideal business lifestyle. Have a great week, and we'll see you back here for the next show.